So, the big question is this. How are MLMers like us, who didn't cheat, forcing friends or family to join their downers? Who are growing their MLMs without using those silly strategies that are stuck in the past? How do we use the internet to market in a way that the right people who are super interested in what we are selling come to us, raising their hands and asking us to sign them up? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Walt Aldana and welcome to the MLM Show. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for listening to my first episode. I will be honest, I was quite nervous to share this first episode because I was fighting with this old belief that I'm not good enough, but it was time to step up. This podcast is about helping you to grow your MLM online without using those old strategies that are stuck in the past. But before, I would like to start sharing a little bit about my story in MLM. It all started five years ago when I moved to Australia. I came here with the dream of learning English and improving the quality of my life. Many people ask me why I choose Australia, and very often I said to earn more money and have a better lifestyle, but I realized that the real reason was to challenge myself and to discover how far I can go without the financial support of my dad. I wanted new opportunities, I wanted more from life. I was determined to give my best, so in the first three months of arriving here, I got my first four jobs. I literally became a work alcoholic like my dad. I have always admired my dad. I wanted to show them that I'm not a failure, that I could stand on my own and be in control of my life. When I was back in Colombia, I felt hopeless because I never had any money to support myself. I always rely on the financial support of my dad, so every decision I made was based on the opinion of my parents and what they thought of me. For a foreign student, I was earning good money. $1,000 a week is a lot of money compared to what the average person earns in Colombia. So I was living the dream. But I was studying, plus the four jobs I had made my life very exhausting. I started to neglect my family and friends as I didn't have much time to share with them. Sleeping four hours a day was also becoming a big problem. My health was going down the hill. My eyes sore, and when I went to school, I couldn't concentrate. I knew something had to change. But something happened. My English teacher took me to the library and asked me to pick up a book if I were to really improve my English. I literally was the only student that bought a book in my class. I chose the Facebook book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It was actually going to be my first book in English, and this book really changed my life. I started, I started to believe that I could start my own business just thinking of the possibilities. I remember reading a chapter saying, the rich don't work for money, and it was quite disturbing for me. I was working super hard. It seemed like if everything I was trying to do was so wrong. I couldn't believe that my teacher didn't teach me this stuff at school. So I decided I would start my own business, and this was the plan. I went online looking for business opportunities, and my strategy was to follow people who look successful on Twitter, and that's how I found my first MLM. Once I joined my first MLM, I literally burned the boats. I quit my four jobs. It was a scary moment, and probably not the right thing to do. I was actually overconfident. I never started a business before, so I went into a depression state. I remember it was kind of like when I was in Colombia and unfortunately I abused of drugs and alcohol and yeah I had a, an abusive father and at, the, at that moment I unfortunately I followed his example and it cost me it caused a lot of pain in my family I I remember seeing my family my family suffer because of of that depression that I went through but I quit drugs and alcohol 
I couldn't stand watching my mom suffer. But that was really how lost I felt in my first MLM. It was quite shocking for me. I was missing my family very much, more than even before. I felt tense, I felt stressed. I quit my job, so there were a lot of long days where I had nothing to do. Actually, the biggest challenge was when I tried to convince my family and friends to join my MLM. I hurt many relationships. My friend even started to call me a spam. At the end, I recruited only one person, and it was my Japanese housemate who thought that I was crazy. He actually joined through a three-way phone call that I organized with my upline. My first MLM didn't go that well. I remember having 24 memberships that I got. Uh, it was like the package that I joined. It was the highest price. So I couldn't sell them. I tried to give them all away to family and friends, but no one received them. I was so surprised. It was valued at $100 each. But the more I shared, the more people I thought I was a scam. I felt really badly in my first MLM. But I didn't want to quit because it made me look like a failure, right? After six months of total failure and humiliation, I decided to move on and let it go. However, it was not all bad. The biggest transformation I had was the personal growth that I experienced just by facing my fears and trying it anyway. I became a better person because of it. I became more aware of who I am. I started to think differently. I feel now that it was really more a growth experience that I had to go through. It was more than the 25 years of my whole life. Why? Because I learned to take risks, to dream big. Even though my first business failed, I knew that it was a preparation for what was next in my life. After failing in my first MLM, I didn't quit the idea of entrepreneurship. Sure enough, the next shiny opportunity came along. And this time, I joined a real estate course. But again, I found myself struggling to get ahead in this kind of business. You know the real estate game, right? I found myself with very little money to invest. So I realized that I needed cash flow and I started looking for the next shiny thing. And so I enrolled in a digital marketing course and I created my first information product. And it was an ebook about weight loss. It was about how I lost 20 kilos in less than a year. It's crazy how many things I have tried. Becoming an entrepreneur is my wildest dream. But something bad happened. I spent my life savings creating this ebook, 1,000. That was all I had. That's when it's hard. It was hard, very challenging. All I remember is asking my best friend if he would let me sleep in his sofa for 50 bucks a week. It sucked, okay? I had all these thoughts. Am I good enough? Should I get a secure job? If you have tried many business and end up with little money, you know what I'm talking about. I had this noise in my head. I literally fight with my mind trying to shut up these thoughts so that I could, you know, keep moving forward with my dreams. I spent over six months creating this weight loss program. But once I finished the ebook, I didn't know how to sell it. I shared it with friends and they gave me good feedback. But here I was again. All I had was a book that I believe in, but I couldn't sell. I thought if no one knew about it, I would stay broke. So I was getting desperate for the next shiny thing. At this point, I realized I had to learn how to sell. So my next goal was to put myself in environments where, I, of course, I can learn how to sell. I joined a couple of charities, raising money on the streets, mall, and even knocking on people's doors. Knocking doors is painful, right? It was rejection straight on your face. But then something happened. While fundraising for these charities, I met a businessman very well presented who introduced me to my second MLM. All I can remember is that he gave me 50 bucks and it got my full attention. I asked him what he does for a living, and that was when he showed me a bunch of supplements and literally opened a newspaper on the street and pitched me right there in front of a bank. 
I was very interested in the health and wellness industry. So I ordered a bunch of supplements for my parents that I wanted to help. But this guy, instead of just buying the supplements, he enrolled me in his team. And so, without knowing it, I was back in the game. He tried to get me to see the opportunity, but I didn't want to annoy my family and friends again. But what he did was continue recruiting people and placing them on my team. About just two weeks later, I got my first commission. I remember getting paid and feeling some pressure. I didn't deserve it, but I must confess, I got really excited at the same time. So I could not help but start learning about this MLM. So I said to myself, if I'm doing MLM again, I'm going to give it my best. And this time I will go all in. So I made a plan. I joined Eric's Warrior course, how to recruit 20 people in 30 days. And I went all in, all into action. All of a sudden, I found myself writing a list of people again. But here is the thing. Many of the people in my list were the people that I already annoyed in my first MLM. But with Eric Warrior, I learned a strategy that worked quite well. I put myself down and I played the big tick game. I said to all the people in my list, hey, I have just started a new business and I'm quite nervous. Before I keep going, I need to practice my presentation with someone friendly. Do you mind if I practice with you? <laughs> it was really funny. I think over 70% of the people in my list say yes. I managed to have eight presentations only one day. I felt successful until it was the time to sign them up. I got them to say yes, I think because of my passion and excitement. But I was not prepared. I didn't have any application forms. And by the time people got in their homes, they already changed their mind. So I had to follow up with them. And then my, slit, my list got smaller and smaller and my anxiety went higher and higher. I ran out of people to talk to in just a couple of days. This time, I recruited eight people in my, in my MLM. Not a bad result. The next challenge was to get these eight people to do the same. But guess what? None of them did anything. I was babysitting a lot of people in my team and I was becoming more like a life coach. I really wanted to recruit 20 people in 30 days, but I definitely felt great knowing that I had the gas to just go out there and take action. I still feel proud today. It is not an easy task, you know, to go out there and try to influence people to join your MLM, especially when they are, have zero interest in what you are selling. Anyway, at the end, I developed my courage muscle and even my presentation skills. I also realized that I was not good at prospecting face-to-face. -face. And this led me to finding out how top MLMers are growing their business online without using those old techniques that are stuck in the past. So this is what this podcast is all about. Hey, listen, I am not saying that these old strategies don't work. They do, but they are just not efficient as they were before. Thank you so much for listening to my first episode. I really appreciate your time and I will continue sharing my journey as I create this system that will help you to automate your recruiting online. Hey, thanks for listening. Would you like to learn the top strategies to recruit online for free? If so, then go get your free copy of my ebook at themlmshow.com. In this ebook, you will find the top five lead generation strategies that real MLMers are actually using to recruit. Again, simply go to themlmshow.com. Again, the MLMshow.com.